Welcome to the Stone Cold Steve Austin Hour. <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you a silly bastard? Oh God! Do you suck? <laughs> don't don't get me started already. Uh, so, MVP of the weekend was clearly one Stone Cold Steve Williams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So it was like it was. It was the best. He was the best part of both my Saturday and my Sunday. It was like when Tony Schiavone said it's Sting for the first time on, and you've heard that in forever, and you're like, "Holy shit!" I, I didn't know how much I needed that. In my I life. Did, yeah, I did not realize how much I just enjoyed this. Um, so having Steve Austin wrestle a match, and then <laughs> showing the, up both the nights. first bump that Steve Austin takes in 19 years is a suplex on concrete. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, uh, he, the only thing I noticed that was like kind of bad about the match was when Owens tried to Irish whip him into the guardrail and he looked like he was not, I think that was a bump where he was like, I don't need to take this. So, <laughs> or he's just old and can't do this. We, I was, was going to bring this up at the end of this conversation, but we'll bring it up now just before I forget. I watched that match and I did not care if Steve Austin had to fight from behind I do not care if he had to make a comeback. I do not care if he took a single bump. That match could have been 25 minutes long, maybe 40 minutes long, with them just him just punching Kevin Owens across the arena and getting by far the record of most in-match beers. Oh, like, oh by like, far. By far. Like They could have that match every year. He doesn't need to take a single bump, and I do not care. Yeah. Um, and, uh, at all. Uh, I... It, I said as soon as the bell rang, automatic five stars, I do not care. Yep. Oh, <laughs> he's sitting there and he, he starts talking about his mealy mouth and he's a dumb son of a bitch. Oh uh, I, as soon as he sat in that chair, I was like, all right, he had that this look, is the best thing that's ever happened. He ever. had that look in his face. So he was just waiting for Owens to shut up. And so they were like, you're done because now we're fighting. <laughs> <laughs> One hundred percent based on Stone Cold Steve Austin's WrestleMania weekend, this mania ruled. Uh, I'll, I'll agree with you on that. Um, very. There's, there's very some other fun. things that were good. Yeah, we'll we'll get into that. But but let's let's start off with the main thing, which was how much we really needed Stone Cold. <laughs> <laughs> like okay, that's an awfully loose T-shirt, but he's wearing two knee braces, so he's definitely like you knew they were gonna have some sort of match or something. Yeah, I think he always wore the knee braces, though, even when he did segments. The the shirt was really loose. Shirt was loose. That was hard yeah. to get used to at first. Yeah, I, I was hoping for uh, for uh, at least the vest and the uh, the shorts. Yeah, I was hoping for a vest, but you know what? It didn't. It it ultimately didn't matter. It him sitting there cutting a promo on Owens was like, all right, mate, we're here. We're doing this. Yeah. Um, we're here. We're doing this. And I'm definitely fucking ready for it. Um, I've never really been jealous of wrestlers or anything like that, but I was jealous that Kevin Owens was in that match and it wasn't me. Like, even <laughs> yeah. though I'm not a wrestler, like, I, I, I wish I were just so I could. Oh, I mean, Kevin big <laughs> weekend for French Canadians doing cool shit. It was a French Canadian uh, the, the, uh, extravaganza. The real weekend. stars of the company were French Canadian this weekend. I will have to agree with you. Uh, I think it was uh, a highlight of their uh, ability to draw crowds and put people over. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> He's an educated French Canadian man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
really does talk like a Rougeau brother, too. It's too bad because he doesn't like them anymore. Well, he, he definitely doesn't like uh, Jacques. Jacques. I, maybe he likes Pierre Caoule. <laughs> oh, PCO? <laughs> I, I said it out loud. Just uh, Be- Before we go too far, did you watch Briscoe's and FTR? I did not. I haven't had a chance to yet. It's good. I have heard nothing but good things. Yeah, it's a it's a real good one. FTR holding my uh, my AW tag belts and my collection as my they should be, so. and they, hopefully they should be holding it again. Um, uh, that's a, that is for sure an aside because I do not want to talk about anything that isn't WrestleMania too much. Okay, Joe showing up at SuperCard looked cool, but I didn't really watch it. He's all elite. Uh, he's going to be on Dynamite Wednesday. Good. He, him and fucking Punk can have a match. Yeah, give me him and Punk, him and Danielson, him and Moxley, him and Omega would be real fun. But this isn't about Jacksonville. This is about New York. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Thank about you. the Florida territory. Thank you. <laughs> give me on track. Um, we can we can divulge into the Florida territory in a little bit, but uh, let's let's keep it on Austin for just a bit more. Oh, um, I could talk. I could talk about Austin for this entire hour because, like, he had the match, and I think the match was like truly like the first time WWE's done something special and made me happy since I think Nakamura won the Rumble. Maybe. Um it it, it was the same type of good that eh, man the the Boneyard match was awesome. The Bone. Okay, yeah, you're right. The Boneyard. So like, match. It, that's years. the closest thing I got. Two years. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I agree. I I was just thinking back, like, what moments have really made me like like wwe like wow that was fucking awesome yeah but like the only ones i could think of were lesnar goldberg three quarters of the way through the boneyard match i was like okay this is pretty great yeah the austin thing i just couldn't wait to start uh once the bell rang i was like holy shit this is a match this is an actual match there was a bell i don't care how bad this is there's going to be another bell. little did you know they were setting it up for a a great fucking sequel too. Not as good as the as the original, but <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> that's, like, where, that's where I was gonna go with this. Like, so they have their match on Saturday night. Austin wins. Crowd goes fucking wild. Of course, drinks a million, a bajillion beers, million beers. <laughs> the amount of t- these are tall boys too. Like, so it's not yeah. the same as the Miller Lights. No, very few like hiccups in the in the beer tossing too. Like that really shows like the he might have dropped two, and they were probably bad tosses. He had to have had the same guy. I think there was some some pretty good accuracy for the most part. It, oh, you can't fake he's that. He's out there having a match, and then like he's got the beer all over himself, and he's catching oh these things. Oh, my God. Everything His hands got to be soaking wet. His, he has to have extremely large hands. He, he could have played in that uh, Bills-Patriots game and caught passes. <laughs> the one in the wind? Yes. <laughs> what a stupid joke that I got. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to get that. Um <laughs> But so then, so that's Saturday. It ends on a high note. I'm I'm ecstatic. I'm like, ah, oh, that was. I watched that the was entire really thing. I wa- I would I could watch him drink beers at the end of the match all night. Yeah, he st- he stunned Saxton, and you knew it was going to happen. Yeah, of course. Yeah. The second stunned Owens, and then kicking him out of the ring. Also great. Yep, like and everything the, about the, it. The cops carried him away. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like he didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> he didn't do anything illegal. Yeah. I just thought that was funny. Um, so then the next night, uh, during after the end of the Pat McAfee uh, Awesome Theory match, which I thought was really good. Yes. I mean, um, are we going to talk about that match again after? Yes. Okay. We'll talk about that match properly. But uh, then he has a match, an impromptu match with Vince, proving which, Dave Meltzer right. Which is just like. <laughs> which is the worst match of all time. Nope. 
not even not, not even the worst match of WrestleMania. Uh, it was a terrible match, but enter, ent- it entertained me. Don't get me wrong, but it was just a terrible match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so okay, I do not Vince. Vince knows what Vince is. Yeah. And if he had anything but a black tank top on underneath that shirt, that wouldn't have worked. If he had a black sweatshirt on, would I, I mean he probably wouldn't be able to survive. No, with it a had black to sweatshirt. be a black tank top. No, like I'm talking about the sweatshirt with the red trim from WrestleMania 17. Yeah, it couldn't would be have that. Also one. worked. Couldn't be that one. Nope. Had to be the tank top. I would. I would work because of what happened after. So he does the thing with with Pat McAfee, and then afterwards, somehow his punches got worse. Austin Theory's music starts playing, and Vince looks like shocked and like scared. And I was just like, Austin's coming. Austin's I, coming. As soon as he took his shirt off, I knew Austin was coming. I didn't think he was going to come out. Uh, There's literally until the literally no payoff that can happen that would make that make sense, except for Austin coming out. And for then, I could tell you the next 15 minutes of WrestleMania. Which was, Austin did come out uh, eventually, uh, and McMahon, obviously, everyone knows this now, took the world's worst stunner ever, (laughs) which which makes it better. laugh out loud (laughs) so hard. But then, follow that up. Oh, so he's he's cheering with McAfee after the match, and I'm like, oh, he's definitely going to stun McAfee. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's no doubt. So he stuns McAfee. McAfee rolls to the outside. Austin's still getting beers. Austin throws McAfee another beer. And McAfee's laying on the ground, chugging the beer. (laughs) Also, like, um, Austin Theory, all-time stunner cell. And then McAfee, better than that one. The McAfee stunner cell is incredible. Oh, he spits the the water everywhere or the beer everywhere he spits the beer he, when he, he kicks him in the stomach and then he as he's falling he's spitting it out while he does it, it he did it's, the triple h stun it's impeccable yeah uh, austin's doing like airplanes around the ring <laughs> <laughs> like son of a bitch you got me again <laughs> if you uh, can dedicate four hours to every wrestlemania weekend to just steve austin drinking beer and stunning people i'm in every year um, I can't believe I almost didn't watch this. Yeah, you were on the fence. I was like, eh, I'm not really excited for this. And then turns out it's probably my favorite WrestleMania since probably 31. Maybe not 33. I like 33. I was, we were there for that, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I have no affinity for 33. <laughs> I know you don't. <laughs> I do. Uh, great set for 33. Uh, that was a good burp. Well timed. Can we bring him back as a GM or something? Yeah, the only problem is like that kind of eventually wears out, and they eventually make them go away. Yeah, and then bring them back again. <laughs> uh, it never, at no point was like, well, this is a bit much, and it was a lot. <laughs> they, they did everything, and they did it five, ten, fifteen, twenty times. Yeah. Um. So let's talk about. Uh, I just wanted to. Give the first ten to just Austin. Yeah, we can give uh, the last ten to Austin again too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I woke up this morning, a super hungover for reasons I do not understand, but I was like, Austin. So, uh, first thing I thought of was Steve Austin this morning. To start things off with the Mania weekend, <laughs> we had a, a couple guys sing "America the Beautiful," who sounded like a country band that Matt Stone and Trey Parker would make fun of on South Seriously, Park. Seriously, it was so fucking bad. <laughs> Also, so they definitely weren't playing to a track because whoever was doing the harmonies, terrible, would did not the second the second and third one were fine, but the yeah, first, first one was one. like you cannot you can't hear during those things clearly. 
Jenna Maroney would be very put off by this. Yes. Which you can tell by the next segment that happened. Um, so the next segment that happened was Rick Boogs attempting to play guitar for Shinsuke Nakamura, who had a nice guitar and, and quality pickups in there, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, also, the cabs they had were also the uh, their gear, the Mike's Hard Lemonade colors. Their gear, the guitar, and everything was like a Mike's Hard Lemonade ad. Yeah, which is like exactly how you want to start Manny off. Yeah, it, well, I thought I, I have no problem with them doing like. Also, like you could like, I got to imagine it's a bastard to like play unless you have like impeccable in ear monitors at that point. Yeah, he didn't do great, but it could have been much worse. It could have been a lot worse. It did not train wreck when it feel like it was going off the. He rails. just plays the song wrong. I don't know why. Like nobody sat him down and been like, "No, this is how the song goes." Like I picked it. I played it on bass in front of Blue while he was here while we were watching it, and he was like, "Yep, you're better than him." <laughs> well, yeah. You got a lot less on your mind, though. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot less pressure going on. A lot less pressure, but I was on a base too, so that that, that should even enough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what would you know about pressure? Well, I have kissed a man. <laughs> uh, so they they wrestle the Usos and. Uh, true to form, Nakamura loses, but I guess Rick Boogs uh, legit tore his quad in yeah. the most uninteresting way possible. Yeah, so he's Nash, you can say whatever you want about Nash and WWE. When he tore his quad, it was a fucking spectacle. Oh, I, I was watching that when it happened, and I just remember going. It looked like a bad spot. Him going down. No, he ran over to the other corner to beat up the guys and the, the, his opponents in the corner while he beat up the guy in the ring. And the second he took a step to hit Bubba Ray Dudley, he goes, oh, ah! no. and then he falls over. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Going, no, no, you're talking about Nash. Head. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, I was yeah, watching it, that. It was Benny time. Hill shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I was watching that in my basement. Um, this one like, it looked like a bad ending to a, like a bad actual finish. Yeah. So th- and that's what it was is a bad finish, but they rushed it because Boogs was hurt. So yeah. Um, yeah. Uso's won. I, I, and I knew they were going to win the one D <laughs> something I didn't catch on the, uh, on the first wa- uh, watch of it. And then Matt sent me like one D. Oh yeah. Day one, one D except it's a three D. The one day, day they, stay up, they, they stay up all night thinking of this fucking dog shit. So, uh, what happened after this match? Because after this match, I was kind of like, Ugh, um, after this match was the singles match between Drew McIntyre and oh, yes. Happy Corbin. So, this was a throwaway match. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss, both under the giant Rumble winners, to give you an idea of how prestigious that is, which they did on SmackDown this week. They couldn't even put it on the um, You mean WrestleMania SmackDown? No, I mean SmackDown. No. I'm not getting into this. Wrestle- it's not WrestleMania SmackDown. Wow. It is absolutely not. No. Wow. Um, disrespect. It's disrespect to the Andre the Giant uh, Memorial Battle Royal to have it on SmackDown instead of WrestleMania. Put it on the pre-show. Why Give the people the WrestleMania payoffs and call it a day. What, what's wrong with that? Why couldn't they just do that? Because... That's not a good enough answer for me. Um, <laughs> Drew McIntyre wins. Surprise, shock. Oh, wow. Uh, the, next, most, the most obvious uh, spot ever as he cut the ropes. He cut the ropes. And when, yeah, good. Thanks for bringing this up because I forgot. When they put the ropes back together, the ropes looked like shit. Like they were all off. Like, yeah. The bottom rope was completely like diamond compared to the other ropes. On the, the top right hand corner of the ring, if you're hard, can- if you're. The ca- if, if, you're fi- if you are the camera and you're facing the ring, 
the top right hand turnbuckle was like a foot off from where it should have been. I didn't notice that thing being a foot off, but it was really bad. I believe you. Um, but they got the ropes back together. Oh, so. um, before I forget, too, in the first match, uh, Rick Boogs hit a pinfall and he hooked, he grapevined the fucking leg. An all time pinfall in a 2020 WrestleMania match. 2022, excuse me. Two years off, not one. So he hooked the, the he front hooked leg the outside leg and put his and other he, leg through the, the through the, the inside leg. That's what you're supposed to do. That's yeah. the pinfall. Yeah. It's like a god, like a goddamn wrestling. Yeah, goddamn. Well, it's not wrestling. It's sports entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> and uh, so then we had uh, was it Becky versus Bianca? It, it was. <laughs> it was. Um, it was Miz and Logan Paul uh, versus, Miz and Logan Paul the versus the Mysterios, which was which, which also pretty good. A kickoff to a pretty strong night for celebrities, a uh, pretty strong weekend for celebrities wrestling for WWE. Yeah. Um, They're on a pretty good run of it, too. I can't think of the last time they had a bad celebrity guest wrestler. Maria Menounos? Yeah, she was fine. Um... Aki Bono, or is that real, or is that a shoot? <laughs> Does that count? <laughs> is he a celebrity? Um, but either way, yeah. I, I thought Logan Paul did a good job. Perfect spot for him being a heel. Yeah. Um, Wearing the Pokemon card out was a plus heel shit. Uh, I really enjoyed how he had a graded Pokemon. card. It's a five million dollar card. I know. I, I was like <laughs> a graded Pokemon card that he spent five million dollars on. <laughs> Around his neck. I was like, that is just good it, heels. Yeah, it was, it was good shit. Yeah. That, this mania really was like for people who don't watch wrestling all the time, and especially me who doesn't watch WWE ever. Yeah. It it catered to, I, I do not like Logan Paul, but I think I might like Logan Paul now. Um. Yeah, I'm indifferent to him. Uh, I like Miz, so. This is, in the. They clearly have a Ms. Logan Paul thing that's going to go for another year. Yep. Um, They're setting up next Mania at this Mania. <laughs> or at least SummerSlam, which I will not be watching. <laughs> I'm going out on top on this one. I'll, I'll be back for the Rumble. Uh, so, yeah, nothing really to talk about here. Ms. Ms. and Logan Paul won, but then Ms. turned on Logan Paul after the match. That brings us to the Becky-Bianca match. Really like this match. Solid. Um, it was definitely the best women's match of the night. Yeah. The, well, I mean, I, I think the other one wasn't bad either, but we'll no, get there. Uh, this one was just better put together, uh, more athletic, I think. Yeah, um, it was good. Cleaner. Um, For sure. That cleaner. goes without saying, like, a lot less sloppy, but uh, I don't mind if it's a little sloppy in there, too, um, as long as it's physical. And this match was just a solid wrestling match. Becky worked that heel gimmick pretty well and looked great uh i really liked her share turn back time uh gear that she had going on with her ass just hanging out for the whole world to oh, see. Yeah. uh props to you becky for doing that for me and yeah spenny's hot cousin bianca won yeah um x returning x listener not stoked with me continuing to say bianca and not bianca <laughs> <laughs> why do you keep Sorry. saying her why do you keep saying her name wrong like, what? I don't know what you're talking about. It's Spenny's hot cousin Bianca. <laughs> I'm sorry for doing that to you. Well, it's not you. Well, I'm the one who came up with it. It's <laughs> she doesn't know who Spenny is. She definitely doesn't know who the hot cousin Bianca is. 
Also, is Kenny saying her name wrong? No. In Can- in Canada, is it Bianca? It's just her name is Bianca. <laughs> All right. So. Sounds hot. She yeah. But um, after this was this the Seth Rollins? Uh, sure. Segment here. I think so. I'm pretty sure it was because uh, Seth Rollins came out doing his Apocalypse Party Boy gimmick, and uh, <clears throat> excuse me, they they did the uh, the long drawn out like you got to wait for it just a little bit more thing. When <laughs> lights are out, it might be Bray Wyatt for a second. Yeah, like they did. It, they I wanted it. it not to be Cody so bad. I kind of did too. I was hoping that they like switch things up or something. Or you're like, if you smell, like that would have been pretty awesome. Yeah, <laughs> but or if it was the Undertaker coming out for a squash, <laughs> like you did with Cena. Yeah. Um, either of those would have been fine, but uh, they did the like the whole AW presentation. He was Cody Homelander. <laughs> It's true. And uh And Triple H retired the same night. I think he's scared. Oh, yeah, oh the next bad. night. Yeah, it was the next night. My bad. Um <laughs> I don't think Triple H is scared of Cody. I think he's scared of like you know, natural causes. <laughs> um But I thought the Cody Rollins match was sloppy but still good. It was a great AEW match. <laughs> Uh, Cody's not going to last long in WWE because he's not going to be able to have that match every time he wrestles. He, uh, my hot take is that he's going to wrestle. It's I think he's got a two or three year deal um, with WWE. I think he's going to wrestle the likes of like Edge, AJ, uh, Roman, uh, like all their top guys, and eventually he's going to run out of people to wrestle, and he's going to split. Like, he needs to do long matches. That's like sort of the reason that Kenny would never work in WWE. Like if Kenny went there for like three months, it'd be awesome. Yeah. Like Cody needs to have like these long fucking ridiculous matches where he can do fire spots and like huge blade jobs and like all like dye his hair black for them. Like, like, like he needs to do dusty shit. And I don't think that he, there's like a, there's enough time for him to do dusty shit in WWE still. But I do think he'll be top of the card for a little while. For a little while, yeah. Um, he'll he'll have a program with Reigns soon, I think. And because uh, this whole thing is like, I want to be WWE champion. It's what my father never could do, so I want to do it. And uh, I think he'll get there. I think he'll win the title. He'll be champ for a short period of time. Eventually, lose it probably to like almost or something like that. <laughs> I'll say this: the um. Crowd went more banana than I thought they would. No, I knew they were going to react the way they did. Um, I was fine with it. Like, he should be cheered, number one. Uh, and he should have gotten that reaction that he did. It's not going to sustain. No. Like, I would say by June, maybe sooner, you'll see the crowd just being like, Get the fuck out sitting of on their hands when he comes out. That's what I, that's what I see happening. And yeah. then he's getting, he's gets butt hurt that he's in that situation that he asked for his release. I don't think he was going to ask Cody for his Rhodes release. will ask for his release before the end of 2023. I was going to say, I'm not before then, after then. Oh, I yeah, th- yeah. I think any point, <clears throat> maybe after next year's Mania, oh, I think is fair. If, fair he, if he thinks he can be John Cena, he wants to be John Cena. Yeah. But Co- Cody does love Cody. 
Cody does. Cody's favorite thing is Cody. Yeah. And uh, he does not care if his dog has to be there for the fireworks or not. <laughs> um, if we don't get Brandy, then I'm 100% cool with that, too. Oh, yeah. No one cares. <laughs> um, attractive woman, but uh, I heard just being like, oh, people will regret treating you the way they did. What? By making you an executive of a company that you had no executive experience? Prior to oh, okay, yeah, they treated you. You knew he was gonna suck as soon as he stopped being on on uh fucking being the elite. Yeah, yeah. Like, he used that for all it was worth. He used that for all it was worth, and as soon as it stopped being like, it's as soon as it stopped being like a fun thing that they just did, and him just being like, oh, I have to do this. He was out of there. Yeah. I also think there was some weird stuff with Kenny that he didn't like. In BTE, what do you mean? Um, their Halloween special from a few years ago, when Kenny killed everybody on the boat, on the Jericho cruise in like 2019. I don't remember that. Oh, well, I think uh, I think there were some maybe some hard feelings during the filming of that because Kenny was just like running him down pretty hard. Oh, shut up. <laughs> And he did say, like, his least favorite thing on BTE was sitting there and taking all that during that segment. Whatever. But anyway, he's back Wait. in WWE, and he'll, he'll be over for a little while. Yeah, he's just going to be one of those things that his, in, the interesting part of him, he's Jeff Jarrett. The interesting part of him is that he shows up in a new place. <laughs> he's the last Cody. He's the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But match itself was fine. Cody won. Good. Yeah. Every everything that you thought was gonna happen happened. So that leads us to uh the yeah. sub main event, which was uh, Charlotte and Rousey. Charlotte and Rousey. Ric Flair said it was the greatest women's match of all time. No, it wasn't. Ric Flair is but a I understand. fucking big dumb idiot. His, I thought his, it was bad. His daughter was in the match, so it's fine. I straight up thought it was bad. I didn't think it was bad. I, I thought did it was not... sloppy, but it was still physical, so it got a pass for me. It was WWE has a different standard than everyone else, kind of, to me. We're like, I have to forget that I'm not watching dog shit yeah. when I'm watching it. And I did not forget that I was not watching dog I thought this, this dog match shit. would have been better suited at a Waffle House or, like, a parking lot of a, of a supermarket. It's, I don't know, it just was bad. I didn't like it. I didn't like the pace. I didn't like anything about it. I thought, it was, I thought this match sucked. I thought it was physical and... Had a, a pretty hilarious end. You could tell the ending was they wanted to go for a low blow, but they couldn't, so they, they had to go for something else. They were dickless. <laughs> oh, like you could tell the ending from a mile away too. Yeah, I mean, which, most of these matches, to be honest. But yeah, I thought this was bad. I thought it was I thought fair. this was the worst women's match of the weekend. Second worst, but sure. uh, I guess if you, yeah, the 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 six. The six, no, the uh, the three way tag match, four way, four, whatever it was, and that wasn't even bad. It was just I don't really That's, care. It is what was. that is. Yeah, exactly. Ultimo Dragon shit. Um, but then we of course get to the main event, which is Austin Owens. Austin saves the day, MVP of the weekend. Uh, next night, <clears throat> Triple H comes out. Uh, H, Triple H comes out to the best wrestling theme song of all time. Oh, God, I cannot agree with that. I know, but I'll say it. 
It's the best wrestling theme song. It's it's a best. No, no. The best wrestling theme song we heard 15 times this weekend. It's not better than Austin's music. It is, though. It might, it might be a better song to listen to, like, on a jog. It's no, it's better for wrestling because Motorhead wrote a song for for Triple H. They wrote I know, three. I know that's not how it went, but it's what I'm saying. I know they didn't write it. I I'm just saying they wrote it for Triple H. I don't know. I don't. Th- I thought that they did write it for Triple H. I actually think they did. No, because it's basically the My Time song, the same exact chords. It's just the lyrics are goofy. Yeah, I think he wrote the lyrics. <laughs> if he wrote the lyrics, then why couldn't he say them when he played them live? <laughs> My guess is probably. I am the game, and I came to say I am the game, and I want to play. I'm gonna go ahead and assume that there was white powder and brown liquor involved. <laughs> There's a reason he died when he died. No, it's not a better wrestling theme song than a oh god. I can probably name ten. Nope. Uh, <clears throat> it's the best Triple H theme song too. Yeah. All right. There we go. <laughs> Um, I needed to get us on the same page there. So he came out, welcomed us to WrestleMania, and put his boots in the ring. I can do this too. <laughs> I can wrestle a match after I do this too. <laughs> I think that was him saying he couldn't. And understandable. Yeah, uh, stay alive. And then, and then the edge match happened. <laughs> like, yeah, Austin couldn't wrestle again. Here we are. He's taking. Well, I think with Triple H, it's concrete different. bumps. Yeah, I mean, Edge was the same fucking way, and Christians go over doing fucking. Main it events and goddamn it, impact. It was his neck and like Austin's neck and his back and all that shit. This is Triple H's heart. He has like a not a pacemaker, but a a defibrillator in his chest now. So, so doesn't my drummer, but he's still blasting. He's not taking bumps though. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> um. So, what was the first match of this night? I, I'm drawing a blank. The first match was it's raw tag titles. Yeah, it was. Okay. So it was RK Bro and uh Street Profits, which I don't understand why it's not profits like P R O P H E T S. Why is it profits like money? No. I don't know. <clears throat> like street street profits means like you're selling something, but street profits means like you're like you know, profits. Yeah. Like, like Muhammad. <laughs> Or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And it was, uh, was it Alpha Academy? Alpha Academy, yep. <clears throat> and I guess Gable's new thing is he shush, like does the worst shush of all time. So he's, he can't say shush? He, he says shush. It's really bad. He, uh, Gable's yoked. He's a he's, he's a, got veins and shit. Like, he's, he's a strapping young lad. He's he, something <laughs> tells me that there is a a wellness program, a a, uh, a wellness policy that he's not following strictly. Mm, maybe you don't get those veins. Like I think he's like, I think Triple H is defibrillating his uh, his workout routine to Gable. Okay, hey, maybe he's just <clears throat> training really hard. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I didn't like this match. Yeah, it's whatever. Yeah. Ba- two bad nights of opening matches for Mania, which is unusual. Usually they start off strong. Yeah, uh, and I think they started off with the the right idea, get tag matches in. Maybe they'll be a little more exciting. You get the hot tag, which is always a spot that brings the crowd into it. 
But for me, neither of these matches landed. Uh, no, I, I'll. So there's two reasons that the night one one might pass. A, you don't really know what was going to go on because there was an injury mid match. Yeah. And like also, it was a very blatant and like not abrupt it a, ending. It was a, abrupt. It was also like definitely an ad within Mania. So they probably got paid a lot of money to have that be the first match. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is my guess. Not that it was bad. Like the entrance is a good thing to have at the beginning. Yeah, I think a lot of people got special entrances, which is making them less special now. Yes. Um, which I believe leads us to the second match of the... Well, I was going to say, they brought in uh, Gable Steveson, who's oh, the yeah. Olympic guy, who yeah. may or may not be a rapist. He... I don't trust anyone who's got that clean of a lineup on his head. <laughs> the only person that I thought I trusted was David Ortiz, and... Something tells me he's not a great guy. Oh. Yeah. I like David Ortiz. This is our fucking city. <laughs> he did do that. <laughs> um, yeah, there might be something there, though. Yeah. When the biggest drug dealer in Dominican hires someone to kill you, there might be more than meets the eye. He's like a transformer. Robot in disguise. Mm-hmm. That's why he didn't die. So. Uh, so the second match. What was the second match? Was it Lashley and Omos? Was it? I think it was, yeah. Um, so full full disclosure here, from this point forward, I was playing Elden Ring on my TV, and I had WrestleMania on my laptop. So I was not really paying too close attention to this match. This match wasn't good. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> this match was bad. Um, I saw that Lashley suplexed Omos, and I was like, okay. Yeah, okay, if you're going to do the thing that you do something to the big man that you didn't think you could do, it cannot be a snap suplex. It's got to be a big, long, Bob Orton-style fucking suplex, not the little piece of shit that he did. Yeah, well. (laughs) I love Bobby Lashley. I like Bobby Lashley. He's good. He's good. I'm not going to, I will not talk shit about Bobby Lashley. No MVP during his entrance, though. Yeah, I think he's a babyface now. Aw. I don't think MVP is a babyface manager. They can make it work. Hurt, hurt, babyface hurt business would be real good. It can't last forever. Can't last forever. They didn't last hurt business forever, even though it was over. It was over as fuck, too. And then they're like, yeah, hey, let's kill this off. Let's kill this off. It happened during <laughs> the pandemic, and no one wants to think of that. It was like literally the only good thing they did for fucking a year. Right. Um, so this match happened, and then that was that. Uh, the next match, was this the the women's tag titles match? Sure. Um, we might miss stuff here at this point, because like I said, I was barely watching at this point. Um, I like... I think it might be... I think a different match might be next, but let's go with the women's match. Cause what was the match you're thinking? I think it might have been Sammy and Johnny Knoxville. Oh, it was. You're right. You're right. So um, I did watch this on my TV. And it was a, it was perfect. <laughs> Honestly, I, comedy can either land or it's the worst thing in the world. And for me, this landed hard. Yeah. I thought this was great. Um, the, the, the I had, strap- I had, I think appropriate expectations for this match and it hit them. Uh, when they didn't do the hand at the beginning, I was kind of like, ah, like that's what I would have done. But the match, go- they have the mouse trash table and I was like, oh, that's fun. Um, 
Johnny Knoxville has an air horn that he stopped Sammy from doing the huluva kick on. And I was like, <laughs> why haven't people done this before? I also, I can I can't believe that I didn't call when we talked. Cause I would have called, I did call it like talking. We man for sure was under the ring. Um, it would, I'm, I'm just shocked that fucking Dylan wasn't there. I was going to say, it, it, I was, it would have been funnier if, uh, Hornswoggle showed up. They had an ass him. biting spot. <laughs> like Hornswoggle shows up after Wee Man comes out and starts doing the thing, and then they start fighting. So they, yeah, they're off. That writes off Wee Man. Though <laughs> you you don't get the King Kong Bundy moment, <laughs> which was kind of funny. It was great. Every, everything about this match. Was, well, not everything. Um, Most things. That that boot was a mess, but that's fine. It's okay. The hand was a hit, <laughs> <laughs> which we got to. Yeah. Um, so Johnny Knoxville has like a taser. He's tasing Sami Zayn. Uh, thro- like Gorilla Press slams him th- to jump off the top rope through the most trap table, which you could tell it was all Sammy, but it just looked very good. Yeah. Because uh, Johnny Knoxville is not a very strong person. No. <laughs> couldn't do that. No, so, he's not. But the way Sammy did it, it made it look real. So that was good on them. Um, party boy spot. Party boy was fucking hilarious. I came out all dressed up. I was like, yeah, WWE wouldn't have get naked. And I, then they got naked. I was like, ha. They I'm did. Surprised. I'm surprised they let this happen. <laughs> Party boy, a very enjoyable part of uh, Jackass. The everything that needed to be squeezed into that match, I think, got squeezed into it. No Steve O, which is kind of disappointing, but um, um, Steve O, rightfully, probably doesn't want to be in a wrestling match anymore. I understand. Yeah, he took a, he took too hard of a bump last time. <laughs> Yumenga wasn't very nice to him. Yeah. Uh, so then Sammy's running to the outside. They did the hand spot, and I popped very loud for that. <laughs> <laughs> the uh the cameras kind of fucked up a lot this weekend but them that was perfect for the for the big hand spot yeah um there was another camera thing that they they missed the the mousetrap spot well the the giant mousetrap they uh oh also i forgot to mention i'm pretty sure charlotte flair's boob fell out they uh charlotte flair yeah uh, that happened yeah um <laughs> that's yeah, that's all i got um i think there was another segment where they had the camera cut away for oh it was uh an nxt never mind um I'll, I'll talk about that briefly i didn't watch nxt so it's fine um so the the hand spot though on the outside was what really popped me because i love that well also you call you reason. said that was gonna happen i was like they, they gotta have the hand at the johnny Knoxville comes out first they roll the hand over for someone. Sami Zayn comes out, it slaps them. So that's how they start things off. But that's how I would have done it. But it's closer to the, the end. The which... fact that it happened is fine. Okay, it happened. Good enough. Um, I don't know why I like the hand thing so much, but I just think it's hilarious. Well, because Sami sold it like he got hit by a fucking bus. But everyone who's it's ever happened to has sold it like they got hit by that's a bus. That's true. <laughs> but it's always a shock. He knew it was coming. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. Uh, there was the giant mousetrap in the ring. Oh, wow. Uh, Wee Man slamming Sami Zayn. Big moment, too. Wee Man slammed Sami Zayn, uh, uh, Pontiac Silverdome, in front of 93,000 people. <laughs> it, it, was, <laughs> it was great. Um, but the, most, the giant mousetrap spot was the finish, and it didn't go off right. And Johnny Knoxville is so well-versed in mousetraps that he fixed it like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the... <laughs> 
The finish was goofy, but that's fine. It did at that point. Who cares? Uh, like I said, comedy doesn't always work, but when it works, it's like one of the best things about wrestling, and this worked. So hats off to everyone involved. Five stars. There were two five star matches in this weekend, and it was Austin and the Jackass match. Oh, uh, I disagree. Okay. Was there? Are you saying there's another five star match? Yes. Okay. Um, there wasn't, but sure. <laughs> I'm going to go one more, because at least to me it was. <laughs> uh, so, 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 so women's tag match. Women's tag match. Don't remember much from it. Um, I beat uh, Loretta, the ghost knight in the <laughs> castle during this, so I, 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 had, I had a boss fight going on during this match. I eat yogurt with cereal, and I don't really remember a whole lot going on. Um, I do like Liv and... Uh, Rhea Ripley's tag team dynamic. Uh, you have short, sexy girl and tall, sexy girl. Like I'm waiting for the backstage segment where Rhea Ripley lifts up Liv Morgan and puts her pins her against the wall. <laughs> like that picture that you've probably seen on the internet a thousand times. I have not. Oh, you never seen the big girl picking up the little girl and put put like holding her against the wall. No, uh, it's it's a but pretty, maybe I have and I just don't know it. Yeah, um, it's a it's a sex thing. Okay. <laughs> okay, it's a sex thing. <coughs> Excuse me. Coughing. I have the vid. Um it's definitely not that my throat is just coarse right now. So COVID's over. It ended three days ago. Disagree. Uh what happened after the women's tag? Edge? Match? Edge and AJ? Okay. I think it. I think uh, the Jackass match happened before Bobby Lashley and Omos because, like, there was a long gap where I was playing uh, Elden Ring during this. So if this is next, I stopped playing Elden Ring and started watching this match, and uh, I liked it. I thought this was probably. I thought the, it was good. Probably the best wrestling match of the night. I didn't watch the main event, so I can't speak for that. Okay, I can, and. Uh, like I said, best wrestling match. Like if you're taking away the polarity that was the jackass stuff and like yeah. just going bell to bell, AJ Edge was pretty fun. AJ had some sort of bloody thing going on with his face. From immediately? Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck is up with that? He, he thought got... he thought the match needed some color. He bladed <laughs> before he went up there. <laughs> he hard hard weighed himself on the way out. He's a premature blader. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he looks like a fucking premature. Premie blader. Um <laughs> But I guess it was fireworks that went off in the back, and he wound up like getting hit by a structure. Something, something happened. Jesus. So, still went out and had a uh, barn burner of a match with Edge. Yeah. Uh, Damian Priest showed up at the end and was like, "I'm here." And then Ed, AJ was kind of like, "You, you're that wrestler guy." Okay, and then jumped in and Edge won. Yeah, Edge hit him with uh, some sort of spear. <laughs> but it was a good match it was fun i liked it i think bell to bell best match of the night um don't have much to say about it though because next we have pat mcafee and austin theory this from front to back this was a five star um i'll say it's as close to a five star match as as i can give it without having to go five stars because i don't think it was that great i thought it was really good though i thought it was great <clears throat> it gets four and a half because i don't like that white stripe song fine also the guitar tone in that song is terrible 
Uh, crowd hot for Pat McAfee. Very hot for McAfee. So, so WWE took a shot on how hot Pat McAfee was, and even me, who's like a kind of a Pat McAfee mark, did not think that he was as over as he was, and crowd went fucking bananas for him. They like him, uh, and rightfully so. He's very good on commentary. Very not bad in the ring either. I mean, um, oh, during the Jackass match, uh, uh, just to go back to Pat McAfee for a second, during the bowling ball thing. Uh, also, Pat McAfee picked up in the. Who are they? <laughs> who, we, who do they think we are? I am. I am. <laughs> he, he said that. During that. So uh, good, good for him on that. Also, hell of a bowling ball spot too. Yeah, it was best bowling ball spot, spot since uh, Al Snow. Um, the theory match was really good though um, I said it would probably take someone to carry Pat McAfee through a good match I might backpedal on that a little bit just because I think McAfee has the I athletics. think he held his own that's what I mean he has the athletics to maybe have a good match with just about anybody I say just about anybody for what's to come uh, <laughs> so i don't know what you're talking about so, so yeah, all yeah. of this is included in my five-star review okay everything that happens until the commercial before the main event is okay. included in, in the, my five stars fair um so um also this is michael cole's best work ever he's not too far into being like a he didn't go full mcfoley and worcester like he was like he was rooting for Pat McAfee, but like he was selling the stuff big. Yeah. When he was so like it was Cole made this match better, which you can't always say. If if Michael Cole commentating is good means Vince McMahon needs to be by ringside the entire night, then by God, have Vince McMahon at ringside every single night because yeah, he didn't have someone yelling in his ear telling him what to do. And well, that, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Oh, so, you might be right. <laughs> So, so if we liked it so much, it might just be because we don't like commentary with Vince yelling at people. Uh, McAfee wins the match itself, which I thought would ha- happen. And uh, um, even though I predicted Austin Theory because he's getting the push, I thought, you know, could go either way, really. But McAfee should have won given what happened at the match. Uh, celeb- celebrities three for three for the weekend, too. I know McAfee's like a weird gray area, but... Uh, he still counts, because he's famous outside of WWE. Um, <clears throat> he's a made man in WWE now, yes. for sure. I mean, oh, he yeah. was before, but like now he's like... He's a Hall of Famer now. So after the match, McAfee's calling out Vince. Vince takes his shirt off. He's got the tank top on. And I was like, oh, he's wearing his wrestling boots, too. This is... This, this is, is... This is happening. Yeah, so... Uh, everyone was shitting on Meltzer for saying his match, like Fitz wasn't having a match with Pat McAfee. Meltzer was right. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, this was terrible. Oh, it was the shits. This is just the worst. So as soon as he took the shirt off, I knew that Austin was going to come out. And I was just like so fucking high on Austin drugs that fuck it. I need to see him stun McMahon too. Yeah. Like good on them for knowing like, if you're going to do Austin this weekend, you got to do Austin this weekend. So they have a, sh- a real shit match. Vince McMahon wins. <laughs> a real shit match. Minus five stars to me. But, you know, if you want to make it five stars, that's fine. But then Austin. It was comes one minute. And, uh, well, Austin Theory's music plays, and then McMahon looks scared. So that's when I was I knew Austin's coming out. Uh, uh, but then, What a time to botch the music, too. Yeah. Well, I think they didn't botch the music. I think Vince prematurely got scared. 
Well, what a time to well, Vince too. Damn. So Vince takes the worst stunner of all time. Of all time. It like he gets kicked in the gut, crumbles to the ground, <laughs> goes to stand back up, falls backwards, bounces off the ropes. Austin finally stuns him, and he just sits down in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> It was the worst stunner of all time, but it was also, in, in some ways, the best. It, <laughs> it's, it's just like a weekend you're never for, going to forget. Yeah. Uh, he stuns Austin Theory, who bounced like he was on a trampoline. Uh, a little too much, but it was still good. <laughs> it wasn't tasteful like the Hall one. It wasn't. <laughs> I think The Rock got it perfect with the oversell. You you bounce you do one little flip you hit the ropes and then you crumble and fall. I think Austin Theory bounced around like three or four times. It was just a little too much. He went oh he went full Michaels. <laughs> it was almost, almost like Hogan, Michaels, Hogan Michaels. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Uh, but the McAfee one. Was. McAfee was real good because he did the Triple H one where he keeps the beer in his mouth the whole time and he's like sitting there waiting for Austin. A to slow stand. spit. Yeah, and then he spits it all out when it happens. So, so that was really good. Um. Really liked the ending with with the McAfee stunner though. So it was, yeah. McAfee had himself a real fucking WrestleMania situation. The, the shot of Pat McAfee laying on the ground chugging the beer though, I was like, been there, pal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that leads us to the main event, which you informed me at the time. You said, "Okay, I'm st- I'm going to bed now. The TV is off," and I was like, "All right." So, uh, crowd very much behind Lesnar. Oh Jesus! We're still there. Yeah. Um, well, I guess if he's a heel, then that's fine. I guess. So very Reigns. over. Uh, Paul Heyman did the intro for Roman Reigns, and then Brock Lesnar did the intro for himself. Um, crowd very much so behind Lesnar throughout the match. It was your typical Haas throw guy match. Um, one thing that I noticed uh, during the Kamara, yeah, when Brock Lesnar had Roman Reigns in the Kamara lock. Um, when he got out of it, Roman's like his entire tricep was all red and purple, and I was like, "Ooh, that might be a tear." And then he had trouble lifting his arm after the match when he won. Um, and uh, there might be something there. Like that opens up the window for Cody. It like seriously though, like the fact that Roman was able to like get up and just do the spear, and then almost like he did raise the title up, but it was like kind of crooked he held one up t- one title up high and then the other one was like halfway but then the entrance strand he got it all the way up with, you, with, you gotta have the shot pal deep focus and enormous concentration <laughs> <laughs> um that was how it ended with uh roman was it the, good roman being the champ champ it was your typical hoss match it was exactly like every other roman reigns main event yeah um i would just say you know three stars wasn't bad wasn't great just sort of very good entertaining you know okay. they worked they i'll work never hard. watch it yeah it's fine um crowd was hot for it though which i wasn't expecting at all um so good for them they they actually put on a quality show you know it took them a couple years but yeah i got, they got there pleasantly surprised especially with how it started too yeah they, they had kind of lackluster starts but overall the show was very good I would say good job for booking WrestleMania. I'm th- nearly a flawless WrestleMania. Yeah, it was perfect. It was there was a lot of um, we're going to use the word Gaga because there was a lot of it. Yeah, but it was like 
it was the perfect it was it was wrestlemania like the good wrestlemanias are um like there's like hogan mcmahon not a great fucking not like i watched that earlier today this makes me feel like that um like shit like that needs to be on wrestlemania for it to be good it can't be like all great matches it's got to be just like holy fuck you need one spectacle yeah at least one uh this one had several and they all delivered so good for them did yeah all the, watch- all, all the uh all the stuff they reached on pretty much worked did you happen to watch anything to do with the hall of fame i mean i saw undertaker wearing a headset okay um i didn't watch him take a speech i know he praised jesus and all that stuff um but the i did watch the steiner brothers induction because i was mostly curious about that number one they didn't have the music what the uh, uh, big papa pump or the michigan theme music neither they didn't have steiner line um okay that makes sense they didn't have Big Papa Pump's music. They just played like a terrible song. So it wasn't the Michigan fight no, song? No. Wow. Like it was just a terrible modern rock song. That's like something you Cody hear Rhodes. like something you hear like nine year olds playing it like <laughs> you know. It was just really bad. Uh Scott Steiner's accepted speech was telling a story about Macho Man and Cows. <laughs> and it was not a great story, but it was kind of funny uh rick steiner said we had four minutes and you took three of them it, they took more than four minutes <laughs> uh but that's all i watched from the hall of fame dog shit yeah if they played the steiner line music then we'd be talking some business we'd be like okay this the hall of fame sucks hall of fame sucks dicks and cocks uh didn't watch anything else but i did watch nxt well part of it uh very good, in my opinion. Oh, we never talked about Sheamus and... Uh... Oh, yeah. Sheamus and Ridge versus uh, New Day. Yeah. That's squash. Yep. That, so that happened. Pete Dunn is now a child. What the fuck? That's, that's why I want to make Pete sure. Pete Dunn is a child newsie named Butch. What? Who is a spaz. And, yep. Wow, really? Way to fucking knock that one out of the park. Yep, that was that was probably the the low light of WrestleMania. Was that's just the low light of Butch, Gunter, and Butch. <laughs> so Gunter had a match with LA Knight on NXT. It was really good, probably, but he's still named Gunter, so I hate it. Yeah, and uh, Dolph Ziggler defended the title against Braun Breaker, Thunder Kid. Braun Breaker was Chainsaw Charlie, and he chainsawed an NXT logo to make his way to the ring um very impressive to to be able to do that you know chainsaw plaster block and uh so here's where the camera angle thing that's why i wanted to bring this up um Dolph Ziggler was like tuning up the band so to speak and they kept the camera focus on him to not show Brown Breaker who's going to be in the ring standing there like looking tough and so they did that spot and i was like oh that was really good camera work and then Dolph won two seconds later, and I was just like, why? Why did that happen? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. And then they're like, oh, they're calling up Braun. I'm like, it's too early for him. Oh, keep him in NXT. No, make he'll him be in AEW in three months. Uh, he'd be be a... feuding with fucking Bearcat, or whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> no offense, but AEW has enough people. Like, AEW needs to do better with the people they have. Yeah. So, 
stop focusing on like free agents and start focusing on the agents you have. I think they know that too. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, just, if you keep sending them, we're going to keep taking them. What the fuck are we going to do with them all? So end of the day though, good wrestling weekend. I got to watch FTR versus. Yeah, it's good. Briscoes. I've heard Briscoes might be going to impact. They just do whatever they want. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, we got a couple minutes left. Let's talk about fucking Told the, most, the most exciting thing that happened this weekend. Um, Besides Austin, obviously. <laughs> so the really far away second. Uh, the really Devante far Parker. away second, Devontae Parker, a New England Patriot. Um, when the Patriots lost J.C. Jackson, you know what their compensation was? Uh, yes. A 2023 third round draft pick. You know what they gave up for Devontae Parker? A 2023 third round draft pick. Yeah. So they got they gave up nothing and got one of the better wide receivers that was going to be available that we didn't even know was available. Um, also, they got a fifth round draft pick this year too. So they like I do this trade every day of the week. Fantastic trade. Like how do you not? Um, he's also the kind of guy that they're good with. He's injury prone. Number one, which is a bad thing. Um, and but he he's a contested catch guy. That's what they want. Yeah, well, he's also like a guy they like from the Dolphins, and they have a pretty uh, good track record with that. That's true. Um, they got old fucking big helmet from there. <laughs> big helm. Um, <laughs> big big helms. <laughs> uh, but I, what I was going to say about this being really good is now you have like Kendrick Bourne, uh, Devontae Parker, and to a lesser extent, Jacoby Myers as your solid wide receiving core now. You can get rid of Nikhil Harry, no problem. You don't need him anymore. You have that Wilkerson kid, that Christian Wilkerson kid, uh, who I was at the game where he had his three touchdown game. Yeah. I was like, this kid's going to be the future. He's never played ever again. He's, he could be out there for four wide receiver sets, but then you also have Hunter Henry, who's turned out to be really good this year, and hopefully Johnny Smith next year. I bet Johnny Smith's good next year. Hopefully. I, I'm hoping. That's some pretty good weaponry you got there for their offense. Not, no, I didn't even mention their running backs. There's which, no super top-end talent there, though, except for I mean, Henry, maybe. I think Devontae Parker is sort of like a, 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 a cut above everyone else they have on offense in terms I mean, of receivers. Devontae Parker is Kendrick Bourne. Eh, I think he's better than Kendrick Bourne. God, I think they're the same thing. They're, they're the same receiver to me. Oh, nah, nah. Kendrick Bourne's a little bit thinner, a little bit. Is he taller? I mean, Parker's bigger than Bourne for sure, but like, this is the same like, like Swiss Army knife. And I think that's what they're going receiver. for. Receiver, which they should. That's where they have their. That's where they have their. Uh, even like the the over the top receivers that they have, they have to be like. But, good, like Brandon Cooks worked for him because he was a good receiver, and like, um, who the fuck was the guy before that? Oh fuck me! They had one receiver for like two years before him. Shit, I'm not gonna remember his name. Before Brandon Cooks, he went to Denver. Oh my god, what's his fucking name? Went to Denver. He went to Denver, and then I I don't remember what fuck. Wes Welker. No, <laughs> he did go to Denver though. It was after Welker. I know it was, that was like ten years ago. Uh, I can look it up, but it's not going to be on the pod. Okay. Um, 
we're getting towards the end. Last week, uh, my for some reason, Chrome was not cooperating with me, so I couldn't download a good song to play. So uh, this week, we'll make it up to you. I got a good song for the intro. What do you want to leave them with, though? 